Christian Therapy Podcast. It is your host, Aisha Barano. Let's get into today's episodes. Hi, so today we're going to be reading from 1st Timothy chapter 2 from the Passion Translation. Um, and I'm going to read from verse 1. Most of all, I'm writing to encourage you to pray with gratitude to God. Pray for all men with all forms of prayers and requests as you intercede with intense passion. And pray for every political leader and representative so that you would be able to live tranquil, undisturbed lives as we worship the awe-inspiring God with pure hearts. Now, I'm going to read it from the kjv because i feel like there's something i really want us to pick up so i exhort therefore that first of all supplications prayers intercession and giving of thanks be made for all men okay and it continues for kings and for all that are in authority that me that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty now it is telling us to pray for our leaders, pray for all men with all kinds of prayers. And then it's saying that we should pray for kings, we should pray for leaders in authority. So if you think about that in day-to-day language, we're thinking we need to pray for every political leader, your MP, you need to pray for the prime minister, your president, so that you'd be able to live a peaceful life, so that you'd be able to live a tranquil life that you'll be able to live a life that is undisturbed a life where you can fully focus on your worship of god a life where laws that are coming are not contrary to the word of god and so i feel like and the reason why i feel like this is very important is because like i feel like a lot of christians do not pray for their leaders they do not pray for their countries they don't even bother they're just like what is the point right or they pray and then they say something contrary to what they have prayed about it's like when you pray about something right let's say you're praying for god to give you a job you don't then go around to say oh you don't have a job what is the point of that you have no faith right so if you pray and you believe that you have received then you should walk around acting like you have received, speaking the fact that you have received, thanking God for amazing leaders that you have. When they do something that looks contrary, say, I thank you, Father, because I know that I will be able to live a tranquil and peaceable life because I know that they will make the right decisions. They will make the right, you know, you're thanking God. You're not going back and saying, oh, this person's an idiot. I knew it. It wasn't going to last. You know, you're using your mouth to cancel the prayers that you've been making, the intercessions, everything that you've done. You've literally just used your mouth to cancel it. And so I want to encourage us that when we pray, we need to know that we have received so that when we move forward, we have that attitude. It's like when you've prayed for something, right? And then you get up after praying and you look like you haven't received you still look depressed you still look sad about it no adjust your face adjust your countenance you just pray to the father you just pray to him you just made your request now it's time to be joyful you've left it in the hands of god you've asked him to intercede interfere so girl get up and you know 
get up and stand up for joy you know and so he goes on to say that it is pleasing to our savior god to pray for them so it will please our god if we're interceding for men all men and then if we're praying for our leaders it will be pleasing to god so i want to encourage us to actually start doing this because i know it might seem like oh yeah like oh, praying for leaders especially nigeria for example you're like please those ones need prayers yes they do need prayers so you're meant to pray for them don't ever get tired of praying for them you know don't ever get tired of praying for them your life will be easier if your leaders submit to the lordship of christ your life would be easier because the decisions they would make would be inspired by the holy spirit they will not just make any decisions and this is why it's so important that you pray that they would wake up to the revelation of who god is to them okay and if we continue he talks about how for god is one and then there is one mediator right which is who's jesus christ and how god gave him and how jesus gave himself as a ransom payment for everyone so we've discussed this in previous um episodes so i'm not going to go into too much detail right then he goes on to say now is the proper time for god to give the world this witness okay so he goes on to talk about he has been divinely called as an apostle to preach the revelation right which is the truth god has called him to be a trustworthy teacher to the nations and then he goes on in verse 8 therefore i encourage the men to pray on every occasion with hands lifted to god in worship with clean hearts free from frustration or strive the bible is telling us to pray on every occasion pray in every season when you're happy pray when you're sad pray when you're tired pray pray with your hands lifted up to god in worship with clean hearts with the hearts free from frustration don't pray from a from a place of frustration don't pray from a place of strife you're angry with people you're scheming behind people but you want to lift up your holy hands to pray it's like no resolve that and then pray and then he goes on to say in verse 9 and that the women would also pray with clean hearts dressed appropriately and adorned modestly and sensibly not flaunting their wealth right and then he goes on to say but they should be recognized instead by their beautiful deeds of kindness suitable as one who worships god so the women should be appropriately dressed they should come with clean hearts when they are praying they should be adorned modestly not flaunting their wealth right and they should be recognized for their attributes for the things that they've done for their deeds right so deeds of kindness think about it you should be known for the people you have helped not for oh ah, every time this girl comes in i just i can just tell she has money like it shouldn't be just that there should be people should be able to see the beautiful deeds that you have done people should be able to see that you say of you that you are kind and then he goes on to say let the women who are newly con new converts be willing to learn with all submission to their leaders and not speak out of town out of turn yeah so the new converts who are in the church let them 
let them speak quietly you know um apparently there was a in the context of that time right there were women arguing with their male congregational leader so apparently like back in the day right a lot of those women who converted um they were previously like in a temple worship of diana and so it was very common for them to have pretty much female leadership right so for the women who then converted to christian to becoming christians their only context of worship was that the women were the leaders okay so in the church it was mostly men at the time who were the leaders of the congregation right but and then paul was basically saying that the woman needs to need to be willing to learn um you know so he was basically trying to say that they need to be um understanding of the fact that okay there it isn't as um female dominated as what they're expecting right and he's saying you guys are newly converted right you're not to be teachers at this stage right you're not to be teachers at this stage you know so there should be more of a you know you can't just be teachers just because you're women right and so instead he's advocating that those that have newly converted the women should not be teachers which is fair enough right because if you've newly converted you don't really know much about the word and then you're a teacher what are you teaching so he goes on in verse 12 to say i don't advocate that the newly converted women be the teachers in the church assuming authority over the men or to live in peace right so he's explaining remember the context that i just told you these women came from place where the women were the leaders right to now come to a church where it seems like more men were leading than women and so they wanted to lead and it's like you guys just came you guys are newly converted you guys are not at that stage yet so that's what paul is saying that he doesn't advocate for them that these people that came from the worship of diana to just come and then assume authority over the men right it doesn't say over men it says the men i.e the men that were placed as leaders already right bear in mind the context and so then he goes on to say for god formed adam first then eve adam did not mislead eve but eve misled him and violated the command of god so in terms of verse 13 he goes on to say adam god formed adam first right and apparently one of the things that was very prevalent in that time was that people kept saying that eve was the one that was formed first and not adam so paul had to put to end the debate because there was such a debate in, in that time that eve was the one who was formed first and then he goes on to say adam did not mislead eve but eve misled him and violated the command of god so this basically is translated from the aramaic right so the greek basically says that adam was not deceived but the woman was beguiled and had come into transgression so yeah that's where we're gonna end it for today um i think it's quite interesting because i think previously the way i'd always heard that verse about the woman or women cannot be leaders in the church that's not what it's saying it's talking about those newly converted women and context is everything 
And so having the context that the men is talking about specifically the men leaders at the time when those newly converted women who came from a worship where it was only women that were leaders, they wanted to come into the church and become leaders themselves. But they were newly converted, so it wasn't appropriate, right? And so Paul is telling in this letter that it's not appropriate. He agrees that they should not, the newly converted women should not be leaders over the men. Not necessarily, because he could have said they should not be leaders over men. And then would know, okay, they don't want, you know, but it says the men, which basically means those specific men, i.e. the men that are in leadership. Remember, context is everything. When you read the Bible, you have to understand the context, which is why before I read a chapter, I like to understand what, why was this book written, especially when it's a letter, right? what is the context of this and i and i hope you guys have gotten that from this um and yeah that's why i'm going to end it for today um i'm going to give you an opportunity to give your heart to christ shortly um so just before we end today's episode um if you have not said the prayer of salvation which means that you have not given your heart to jesus christ i want to give you an opportunity to give your heart to christ now um so one of the big things that i have to emphasize is the fact that you have to believe completely um with all of your heart and you have to speak forth so which means you have to say it um whilst believing in your heart now it is not enough to believe you have to believe and speak um, and it's not enough to speak without believing so it requires both so now i'm going to say the prayer of salvation and i need you to repeat it after me oh lord god i believe with all my heart in jesus christ son of the living god i believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today and forevermore. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day. Through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I am born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I am now a child of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you have said this prayer, welcome to the family of God. You are now a child of God. You are now born again. You can confidently say, I am born again. Glory to God. And so now if you want to learn more about how to live your life as a born again Christian, I will encourage you to go back and listen to every single episode on this podcast. Just keep listening and you would continue to see the transformation in your life. And also I will encourage you to go out there, go on Google and search for Now That You Are Born Again by Chris Oyakilome. And if you review that, you will see in the book it explains carefully what happens now that you've given your heart to christ it explains clearly what you have received as a child of god 
and so i will encourage you to actually go and read the book it's a really short book it's a pdf um, version and it is free online too and if for whatever reason you're unable to get the book just send me a direct message on christian therapy um um using the christian therapy handle um on instagram um yeah so just send me a direct message and i will organize for it to be sent to you so yeah thank you so much um for listening to today's episode god bless you and i will see you next time bye